Hello, thank you for joining me. You're listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. In today's episode, I speak with Tara Volman. My guest today is a business strategist and a breakthrough coach who helps fast track women business owners with priceless business maps. As the creator of the business map method, she has crafted over 160 custom business models for clients who have gone on to build six and seven figure businesses. Let's dive right in. Hi, Tara. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Happy to be here, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. That's great. So Tara, I know you've been working with coaches, service-based businesses, and consultants for quite some time. So would you like to tell us a little bit more about your journey? Sure. So like most of us coaches, um, we didn't necessarily, you know, this is, I feel this is a career that finds us that we don't necessarily go and find. So I have a degree in uh, computer systems. So I started my corporate career as a computer programmer, very similar to you, which I love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then went into be, became a business analyst. Uh, once they realized, oh, you can interact with people like, well, we're going to put you in as a business analyst. And uh, that was kind of my first taste of business strategy. And then from there, I went into the consulting arena. So I did a lot of uh, Fortune 500 business consulting. And I did that for primary, most of my, my career. And then 10 years ago, I decided to leave the corporate world. Um, I just wasn't getting that personal satisfaction and waking up every day, loving my job uh, the way that I wanted to, you know, we start realizing life's short and I just yeah. feel called to have a bigger purpose in life. Um, and I wanted to help more women. I always loved to mentor the women consultants. And so I was like, why can't I just create a business where I'm helping women entrepreneurs with their business strategy to get them to hit their goals faster? And that's what I did. So now I'm 10 years later, I work, I work primarily with women entrepreneurs uh, who are what I call high achievers. So whether they're leaving the corporate world or they've been in business for years and they just are frustrated because they're not getting the results that they want. Um, that's where I come in and we make it happen. Excellent. Wow. So today I wanted to ask you specifically about those coaches or consultants that are, you know, perhaps just going into online business or going into coaching. Sure. And, you know, a very common question I hear from my clients is, how many packages should I begin with? What kind of packages should I start with? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in terms of marketing, it's, it's easy to sell a package that sells itself. So, right. you know, I'm, I'm very curious to hear, you know, what kind of advice would you give a coach that's just starting out? Yeah, oh, I love that. I do, and I love the startup phase because it's so exciting. Everything's so new. You're learning so much. Um, it's, it's amazing. So it's one of my favorite stages. So one thing I always recommend before we go and create what I call your signature offer, right? So that's leading with your main thing is being really clear on who you serve. So I call your perfect customer profile. Some people call it your avatar, but it's getting really clear on who you want to serve, right? And what their struggles are, because you're going to come in and be, be able to be the hero to help solve those struggles. So once you know that step, then to me, I 
work with my clients to create the signature offer, the one thing that will solve that for them. And from the signature offer, there's always going to be people who want more, or there's going to be people who that signature offer is just too big for them. So then they need a little less to get going. So when I look at coaches, especially ones that have even been around a while, they're selling way too many things. And it's very confusing. They're confused. So if they're confused, can you imagine, you know, the people who want to work with them are completely confused and it's better to stay simple. And so we start with the signature offer so that then you become the creator of something. So in my case, it's, you know, I'm Tara Bullman. I'm a business coach and strategist for women entrepreneurs. And I'm also the creator of the business map method, right? So it's kind of that thing that you become the creator of. And so Mm -hmm. you create your your first package based on the perfect solution for your perfect customer profile of that person you want to attract, right? And the more you can niche down, the better, right? So we don't want to just be a success coach. (laughs) You want to be a success coach who helps women overcome debt or whatever. The more that you can niche down, the more people will refer you and the more people who will be like, ah, yeah, she's my coach because she understands me. So we want to create and brand that first signature offer as your thing. (laughs) And then you can have an upsell and a downsell. So, and everything else is kind of like, put it on the parking lot and do it later. Because I promise you, your clients will tell you what they need next. We don't need to figure that out right now. (laughs) Excellent. That sounds really good. I really like also, of course, um, the the very important part, which is niching that you mentioned. Now, of course, like you said, you're not a life coach. You're you're maybe you know a life coach for female entrepreneurs. Um, I've met coaches who go really, really far down into their niche. Right. How do you justify? This is another question. I hear quite a lot. How do you decide whether you kind of niche down to you know? So I find a lot of people are worried about whether their niche is going to be too small for them to actually have a market. Mm-hmm. I personally have never come across someone who has picked the wrong niche. Mm-hmm. Is there a wrong niche to pick or is there a market that's too small for a coach? I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think so at all. Uh, they, the more you can niche down, the more people will resonate with you and your sales cycle becomes a lot shorter because you don't want to spend a bunch of your time educating people on what you can help them solve in your coaching program. Instead, you want to be really clear about it so people can instantly look at who you are and what you do and then even the name of your signature offer and go, yep, that's the coach for me versus, you know, there'd be an example of, we can go back to success coach. I see that Mm -hmm. a lot or an empowerment coach or, um, you know, whatever. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm an empowerment coach. Okay, well, what are you going to empower me about, right? But it's like, if you want to empower um, people on their money mindset, like people would know, you know, I need to improve my money mindset. That's my coach versus the one that's just an empowerment. And then you're like, well, I can empower you on money mindset, your productivity, your, you know, all the things. And you're just like lost them. Right. So even in in my case, I didn't think my niche was, was deep enough for, you know, I was always women entrepreneurs, right. Women entrepreneurs. Uh, And then I'd get my first client was a man, which is so funny because my whole website at that time, 10 years ago was pink and everything else. But 
you know, he very much exuded all the same traits and my core values. And, and, you know, I love that. So just by saying what your niche is, it doesn't necessarily mean those are the only people you can serve or, or what have you. Um, but yeah, I mean, being a women on women, you know, I'm a business coach for women entrepreneurs. And then now I also have the high achieving part because there's a difference when you're a high achiever, you know, you're a high achiever because you're, you're, I know the pain points. I know, you know, women who are stressed out because they're working their butt off, but they're not getting the results and they don't understand why they're not making things happen. They're smart. They're just like the way in the corporate world, you know, they climb that ladder and they don't know why that's not translating over to their business. So I have a solution for that. Right. And, and when you put yourself out there in that way, it really helps. I mean, you're, you know, especially from a content perspective, what kind of content you write, uh, who you attract and all that stuff. So I honestly, I've seen the craziest niches and like, it's kind of comical, but they are rocking it. Absolutely rocking it. Oh, brilliant. Yes. I've, I, I can really relate to that. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's interesting that you said that even you can think of a niche that doesn't work because, you know, this is such a big worry for so many people. Right. They think, yeah, they think they're, they're limiting their pool size. Right. But in reality, wouldn't you rather have a, be a big fish in a small pond as opposed to be this itty bitty little fish in the ocean. Right. It's like, be the big fish that people are like, yeah, like I'm, that becomes attraction marketing as you know, you know about too versus having to hunt all the time. So yeah, I think niche, I always tell my clients niche until you're scared. (laughs) So niche down until you're scared. And if you're scared, a lot of times they're like, well, I don't know my niche or I don't, maybe they literally don't know like what will light them up as a coach. So I say, okay, pick three. And so we're going to pick three niches, right? So it may be, you know, you focus on, um, you know, money mindset for realtors. That could be one niche. And then maybe you have over here, you have high performance for corporate executives. And then you have another niche, you know, I'm just like making them up as I go along, but maybe, um, you know, systems for um, other coaches. I don't know. And it's like, what will happen is when you pick the three, one of them will always rise to the top. And the other two can go bye-bye. So if it really scares you, baby step into it, pick three and test them out. And one of them, I promise, will rise to the top. And then you're like, that's it. So that's great. I love that approach. And how does that combine with the packages? Would you create a package for all three to start off with? Yeah, I would, I would do one package across the niche, the niches, niche, niche. I go back and forth, right? Niche that makes me feel so fancy when I say it. Um, but you can pick a, create a similar package just in different ponds, basically. So, uh, a very safe starter coaching package would be, you know, a six month coaching program with two sessions a month, right? From a one-on-one standpoint, like I get, everyone wants to sell groups and stuff like that. And I've had clients that have never done one-on-one and they come out and they do a group and that's all they want to do. Awesome. But my personal path would, was always do the one-on-ones because you're going to learn and you can automate and you can find places to systematize. You really get into the mind of your perfect customer, right? And then go group, you know, it doesn't matter either way, but have 
have the one thing and a very safe, easy, simple package is a six month coaching package, two sessions a month with some email support uh, and stuff like that. So when in doubt and, and, you know, just, I just say, please, 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 please don't just sell one-off coaching sessions or they even call it coaching hours. Like don't ever undervalue your, your time um, and call them at least a session. You know, it's a coaching session, but don't sell one-off sessions. Instead, put them on a path that demonstrates that you're the expert at leading them where they need to go, right? Because if not, they may have an amazing session and you give them what they think they need at the time and they're off they go, but you know there's going to be another thing that comes up after they solve this. And why not just define that out for them and call that your program? And that becomes your signature offer for now, right? Um, So that's, you know, whether it's a three month or a six month, at least, you know, put a timeline to it (laughs) and, uh, and price it accordingly and give them either a pay in full price that a little bit of a discount versus if they want to pay on a monthly basis. Excellent. Sounds great. So Let's say you've managed to niche down. Let's say you had mm-hmm. your three your three packages, and then mm-hmm. you have and then you picked one because it was obviously selling better. You picked one of the niches, and now you have your signature mm-hmm. core offer. How do you work yeah. out your upsell and your downsell packages, which you mentioned earlier? Sure. So you know to move people into your program, we'll call it your signature program. Uh, you know, you're usually going to have a conversation with them because at that price point, you know, like maybe if it's under 500 bucks, it might be something they would buy from a webinar or buy from just reading your amazing sales page or something like that. But typically once you get into that, you know, one, two, three, four, $5,000 price point, it requires a consultation or discovery call or whatever you want to call it, connection, coffee, you know, whatever you want to, Mm -hmm. however you want to interact with them. But based on that is really going to be what type of offer you're going to give them. So we want to assume everyone's coming in for the signature, but as you're talking to them and finding out, you know, really uh, where they are now and where they want to be and what's stopping them from getting there, they might be a better fit to have a VIP day with you or, you know, whatever your upsell is. And that's the offer I would give them. You know, um, if you don't know and you feel like, oh, they could be a VIP client or they could be my signature offer, you know, you can tell them, you can, you know, hey, Mary, it's been awesome talking to you. Um, you know, I have two ways that I feel like would, we could really connect with each other and I could, that I could serve you, right? And one of them is this and one of them is that. Which one sounds better to you? And and guess what? Like you're, they will tell you which one sounds better. <laughs> and then you can go with that. So it's really a matter of having a conversation. And, and in some cases, it's not the upsell. It's, you know, they keep coming with maybe, um, oh, I'd love to do that. I just, you know, money, money's tight, you know, and you can have the money conversations and whatnot, but, or they're, what you have feels too big for them and they need to start out with something smaller, you could say, hey, you know, I'd love to start with you at this way. And once you get the result, then I'd love to move you into signature offer. So that's an, another thing. So I, I really think it, be, it becomes on us as the coach to give the person that we're talking to the best solution for them, not just force whatever the main thing we have down them, but really listen to them and, and they'll tell you. 
Absolutely, absolutely. See, well, I was thinking, you know, while you were talking, I was trying to imagine the the kind of downsell because the money conversation comes up. Yeah. And sometimes you feel like you don't want to shortchange the person you're talking to. You don't want them to pick something where maybe you cannot really achieve anything for them. So when it comes to these smaller offers, how can you be sure that at least they're going to get value from it? Because most of the time, of course, we're limiting ourselves with the kind of support we can give. So is there a a formula? Is there a minimum? You know, how do you work out uh, a downsell that is cheaper, but is still going to give value? And of course, Mm. get them on the path of, appreciating what you do and seeing the value that you offer? Sure. Great question. This one really made me think, Stephanie. Okay. (laughs) So how I would handle that would be, you know, I'm, I'm a believer of having a framework, you know, a, a coaching framework, you know, mine happens to be called the business map method. So it's the step by step to get the result. And my downsell is the first step of the framework right? That I know will give value. Um, It's a little more high touch. The price point's fantastic, but I want to get them a win. And, and that's how I would position it on the call. It's like, you know, and what I love about a downsell, this is so good as well for um, our fellow coaches is if you're not sure if you want to work with that person long-term, sell them your downsell and, and kind of see how it goes. Because then after you're like, yay, you're done. Congratulations. Because, you know, we also need, get to pick who we have in our lives as much as they're picking us as the coach. And we don't want draining clients. No. So <laughs> if you are, if you're getting those vibes that, oh, this could be, I don't know if this would be someone I'd be excited to like get on a coaching call with every time, offer them the, the downsell. I mean, obviously you can offer them nothing except for some great advice or a connection to another coach. But you know, if you think, oh, man, I don't know, then I would start with the downsell and then see how that relationship goes and then move them in. So I think having your framework, I, I'm crazy about creating frameworks with my clients, mm-hmm. which is the step-by-step. And when you have your framework, you can literally chunk it down and chunk it up. <laughs> uh, and that tells you your signature, your signature offer and your upsell and your downsell. And then you can speak to them very much about here's the result you're going to get in this. Once you're here, you have that foundation that then we can move to this. We can level up, which would then move you into the signature thing. Because everyone now is all about the level up, right? I mean, we're in a video game society these days (laughs) where, you know, they want the badges and and whatnot. And then I would position that conversation around um, the level up versus the whole thing, you know, so. Excellent. And well, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a difficult question. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Because um, I find it really hard when people come up with these questions. And of course, I'm not a business coach. <laughs> I'm a content marketing coach. So, you know, I help people rank blog posts and, you mm-hmm. know, create the right, the right funnels and basically make it a little bit easier to book and close those discovery calls. So I do come across a lot of pricing issues and I can help some people from my personal experience, but definitely not at business coach level. So, you know, 
I find this a lot of people find, you know, especially in international business. So you're an mm -hmm. online coach. You know, we mm -hmm. all come from different countries. We have different, yes. um, you know, different maybe money mindsets mm -hmm. in a way. So, you know, sometimes when you come from a place, and then I'll take myself as an example, and, you know, I've seen the same, the same problem from, you know, clients that come from countries like Hungary, Romania, mm -hmm. Russia, you know, Malta, where the cost of living is a lot lower. Like when I started mm -hmm. coaching online, I was charging, you know, twice what any business coach would charge here. Mm -hmm. And people were telling me, you're way too cheap. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, how do you, how do you get how do you what's the starting point because obviously once you've created the package there's mm -hmm. going to be the question what's the price mm -hmm. that i put on it is, is there an easy answer to that yeah well i mean it's an art and a science with pricing i yeah. think uh at the end of the day it comes down to you will only be able to comfortably sell at a price point where you understand and you feel your own value so what that mm -hmm. could look like is, you know, I've had clients that come to me that are in startup coaches and whatnot, and they were in a coaching, uh, you know, training program or, you know, where they learn how to coach and whatnot. And they'll give ranges like, you know, you shouldn't, you can be anywhere from 10 to $25,000 to work with you for six months. And then when they come to me and it's like, ooh, and the, I can tell it's out of alignment, right? And in that case, what I have them do is two things. One, we will tend to charge what we've invested in ourselves, right? Yeah. So my first coach was $24,000. So it's not much of a stretch that I have an $18,000 mastermind, right? Mm -hmm. um, I have also done lower end programs and, and whatnot too. And it's like, so that's kind of a starting point. Like how much have you invested in yourself? Because that then becomes you have to look at that as your value, right? Your client is coming to you as an expert and you've invested X number of dollars in yourself. So they're getting that investment as well as you as their coach. That's so I would, I would align it to that. Um, second thing, you can always do a beta price. So a lot of the coaches that I've been working with lately, and I don't, they're going through some programs where they learn and get certified as coaching and whatever, they do a lot of free coaching. And I think they have to do that to get some hours and whatnot. Um, and so then they come to me and they're like, I've had all these amazing people with breakthroughs and this and that. I'm like, okay, well, you know, what are you charging? And well, I'm doing it for free. And which, okay, if you need to do that in order to build your coaching muscles, that's, that's fine. I get that. Knowing that's a temporary thing. Um, because I can promise you that when people invest in themselves, immediately that's when the transformation begins. So we just have to find that number that, that you're comfortable with. And sometimes it very much is just doing market research, um, taking into account what you have invested in yourself and literally picking a number that makes you a little nervous, but also you're confident that your value is there. So let me give you an example. It'd be like, you know, you want to do a three-month coaching program and, you know, you've maybe invested $20,000 in your, you know, education and whatnot. And it's like, okay, so you want to do a three-month coaching program. Um, and I would just, I always start with like, well, how does, you know, 1950 for three months sound? 
and they'll, I could never charge that, you know? And then there's this money mindset conversation that has to happen around, okay, you don't, you feel that transformational work needs to be like affordable, right? It's like, but you're changing lives here. So, you know, we have to do some reframing and whatnot, but usually um, you'll want to come up with the two price points, the one being a painful option, and that's a better value than the monthly. Um, And then you let people pick from there. And once you know your value, and especially if you put a your beta price out there, knowing once I get three clients, you play a game with yourself. Once I get three clients at 1950, I'm going to raise it to 2,500. And then once I get 10 clients who pay that, then I'm going to raise to 3,000, right? So what you're doing is every time you sell a package, you're like reinforcing to yourself, well, that was easy, you know, because we, we build up in our mind, well, no one would ever pay that. Why would they pay that for me? And it's like, no. Like we got to switch that and talk nicer to yourself and be like, I'm giving an immense amount of value and I'm changing lives for 1950. And if people don't see that, then a, I didn't do my job on the marketing to attract the right type of person. Or, um, I just need to stay in touch with them because, uh, what they're feeling, the pain that they're feeling isn't enough for them to want to invest in to fix it yet. And, and that's it. So, I'm a big baby stepper in pricing. Start with not the no brainer and it's not, you don't want to be the Walmart of um, coaching, you know, um, which kind of what I did when I first started, I was very Uh high. I had a high volume at a low price point, but I was, I had like 30 clients a month. It was insane. And what I did was burnt myself out after a year and I was like, wait a minute, this corporate job I had was a lot less stressful. So, and I'm, I was making more money in the corporate world. So like this didn't make sense for me. Uh, and then what I found when I raised my prices and I worked with less clients, I got better quality clients. And so sometimes it's just a, that's why I call it an art and a science. You know, there's a range that are fine. You could come out and be, I charge $50,000 to work with me for six months. It's totally fine as long as you can own that value and that comes across in your own confidence you know do it like as a coach we don't want to limit anyone what they think they can do like that's fantastic um you know so it it just kind of it's the long the short answer is it depends yeah it depends on who you are and um, where you are on your mindset and, and whatnot too. That's but, right. And what you yeah. explained, the stage approach, uh, yeah. that's exactly what I did. I didn't yeah. have the confidence to just yeah. go and forex my prices. Yeah. Um, I just said, no, I'm going to book five clients at this rate. Yep. And then I will have <laughs> enough cash flow to not worry about the yes. next five. Exactly. And I, I had the courage to put the price up for the next five because mm-hmm. I didn't need to worry if I didn't close the sale. And to my surprise, they just yeah. keep buying. And I was like, okay, so maybe this isn't too expensive. <laughs> so Absolutely. yeah, I, it, it's one of I came, <laughs> I came from a totally different, like, it wasn't that I didn't, de- I didn't devalue myself per se, but like when I first started coaching, I didn't know it was even called coaching. I just wanted to help women with their business. And so like, oh, right. I'm like a mentor. Like, yeah, I totally didn't call myself a coach. And I would go and I love Starbucks or I love Starbucks. Now I, I recovered and I don't, I'm not a Starbucks addict anymore, but I would just be like, no, no, just buy me a mocha. It's fine. I would coach for a mocha, you know? Um, and then it just kind of, once you become a coach and you start your own business, 
I always tell everyone your personal development, all those things come to the top that you, it's also like working on yourself as much as it is growing a business. So, um, and I think it's a beautiful thing because on the out, once you go through it, it just, it's so beautiful, but kind of going through it is not always the easiest part. Um, you know, and I don't know, I just feel like we need more coaches and we also need ones that do step into their value, but that also have the confidence, you know, to understand that they need to raise their prices consistently. And what my whole thing was, was I wanted to rescue all the women. So my thought was, I, I didn't ever want price to be an objective objection to work with me. And that's why I was like, okay, I have 30 clients at, you know, this price point and whatever. And it was like, cause I want to rescue everyone when in fact I can't rescue everyone. Right. Like, and it, at a low price point, I was getting more no shows or people, you know, they just didn't take it as seriously. I think I was charging like $375 a month or something. And I didn't even do contracts cause I didn't want that to be a barrier as well. Mm-hmm. So I kind of went into this cause I wanted to just be the savior to help all the women and now I'm like, I also need women to want to help themselves just as much as I will help them. That was my big aha. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, also charging what you're worth, especially yeah. in your line of work and my line of work is going to inspire your clients mm-hmm. to charge what they are worth. So it's going to get them on that personal journey, at least where, you know, you got to have a look at, at the mindset and the reasons why you're finding it so hard, because a lot of these women, they do give the value mm-hmm. and they do put their heart into their work. And yes, know, clients commit so much more mm-hmm. when, when the price is right. I feel there yeah. is commitment. Yep. And I, I tell them, you know, I want you to feel nervous and excited and that because nervous, because you're going to be stretched out of your comfort zone. So that's mm-hmm. good. And excited because you're going to do the work because none of us want clients to just pay us and not get the transformation. I mean, I'm in it for the transformation. The money's the benefit, you know, a little side benefit, but I I like to truly help people. And when you, you know, look at it like that, it just kind of comes at it from a a different standpoint. And that's for people who are working with other people, right? Like as one-off, when you are selling and, you know, maybe you're a coach for the corporate world or something like that, Mm-hmm. There's so much more emotion tied to the money when you're selling, you know, to one person True. or an, another entrepreneur or just a solo, you know, person or whatever. When you're going and selling to the corporate world, your coaching packages, there is like no emotion. It's literally like them emailing accounting and telling them to cut you a check, right? The okay. sales cycle is longer, but there's, it's just two totally different things. Um, and we just have, as coaches, we have to have done our own money, money belief work so that that doesn't get in the way on either side. Right. Cause really the coaching begins at the sales conversation <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. So, um, and if we can help them push through and have a breakthrough around that, then, you know, Hey, even if they never work with us, we've at least, you know, served somebody as well as we could. Absolutely. The, the discovery code, there's always value in there. Even if the person doesn't work with you, even if there was a connection without a purchase, there's always, right. there's always value in that. Yes. And I, I must always, I, you know, I, I do group coaching. I, I actually started off groups teaching offline 
and mm -hmm. I went into one-on-one -on -one online after I had like one or two offline one-to-one -one coaches and I still love the one-to-one. -one. I, I want to yeah, scale my too. groups and I do love the groups too, but the one-to-one, -one, you know, this, this thing of jumping on a call with people you don't know and there's, there's a connection and you've given them something and even if you never hear from them again, yeah, yeah there was that something for that moment there. And I, you know, yeah. that, that's, that's something that, that makes it so exciting and so interesting. I totally, I couldn't agree more. I, and I, the more, you know, I have plenty of friends who've been, became really successful in the coaching industry mm -hmm. as well. And it like, and I have to hear sometimes they're like, I don't do discovery calls anymore. I don't have to do that. Or someone on my team does that or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I get not wanting to have to do the sales, but I also get, you know, I get just as much value and transformation out of every call that I have, you know, and I don't want to get my, take my finger off the pulse of who I'm serving. And until I get to a point where I literally have no time in my calendar to have conversations with my ideal clients, like I want to continue to have those. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just kind of a different, you know, it just triggered me when they're like so braggy about that. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. But like, I like having those conversations and as coaches, we should like it because the coaching starts on the discovery calls. Absolutely. I mean, you, you don't want to give them all the, you know, solutions and whatever, but like, you know, as good listeners, as coaches are and stuff like that, it's like, we want to, um, we want to be able to serve them and have them walk away with, with something from us, you know? So absolutely. Wow, Teria, thank you so much. I have one final question for sure. you, which I ask every person that comes on the podcast. <laughs> and that is, of course, um, the podcast is called The Profitable Content Show. So, you know, my question is, is there one piece of content that you have created in your coach marketing mm -hmm. that either went viral or, you know, that's really made a difference to your business? Is there one piece of content that stands out for you? Yeah. I mean, the main one that comes to mind, I have a, a lead magnet, which I'm sure you, your audience knows what yeah. a lead magnet is. And, and mine is, it's a workbook on how to create your five-year plan. Because uh, I think it's the step one is always really important in your business on where you want to go in five years. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and then it becomes, okay, what are, what are the strategies that are going to get us there? And so I give away my five-year plan workbook, which is the very first step that I do on with all my paid clients is we go through and do the five-year plan and then my team and I create like a graphic for them. So we're all on the same page, but I give away the workbook to create your five-year plan on my website. And I've had probably just in the last six months, at least 600 people get a copy of that. Um, and it's, and it's Fantastic. just, it's, it's a no brainer. Step one that there's no cost to it. You know, it's like, if I can help entrepreneurs get through the, you know, create their five-year plan on where the heck they're going, you know, everything else um, is so much easier versus just trying to make it up as you go along and not really have the reason why you're even in business to begin with. So yeah, it's called Destination Success is the name of the workbook. And um, yeah, and it's, and it's on my website. That's great. We'll make it available on the show notes as well. So oh, perfect. our listeners can find it easily and then maybe uh, we'll also put a link to your website so that they can find out more about you. Thank you so Perfect. much for being with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Profitable Content Marketing Show. Did you enjoy this episode? 
If you did, please share it with friends and colleagues and anyone you think is going to find this useful. If you'd like to give me some feedback or a question, leave a review on iTunes or a comment on the YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube. Whatever you do, make sure you don't miss the next episode because we have more juicy content coming your way. See you in the next episode. Thank you.